All right, so after taking a week off due to, um, I don't know, I guess like medical, what do you call that? I don't know. My girlfriend had to have oral surgery and she needed a male nurse and I'm pretty good at nursing things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we, we had to skip out on last week, but um, here we are yet again we with back. another new episode. And uh, what is this week's episode about, Brant? Ninja Gaiden. Hell yeah. So going back to our first episode that's a, on... Uh, that's Ninja Gaiden. I don't know. This one make sure it comes across very clear. Yeah, I mean, English is obviously not your first language. Yes. But going back to our first episode on uh, Tomonobu Itagaki, um, who is known for reviving the series. The series, uh, which of course features the ninja Ryu Hayabusa. Um, and that, that's the pro tag, if you couldn't, you know, guess by the fucking name. And uh, the name Hayabusa is kind of um, synonymous with ninjas. Yeah. Really and truly. And uh, it first started in Japan under the name Ninja Ryukenden, which is uh, a translation of uh, Legend of the Ninja Dragon Sword, which makes sense because Ryu Sword, the Dragon Sword. Indeed. Yeah. So, of course, in America we know it as Ninja Gaiden, which is kind of funny because in Japanese, Gaiden literally means side story. Yeah. <laughs> And it's <laughs> a story, but um, like Barkley shut up and jam Gaiden, yeah, exactly. So that game is canon, yeah, the game is canon. But the funny thing is, is that like it's not even like a side story or a spin off from the original series, mm-hmm. um, it is the series, <laughs> yeah. And uh, the original arcade version, like uh, the two NES games and Game Boy game that were released, there were three. Yeah. Three NES games? Oh, yes, that's right, yeah. Uh, they were released as Shadow Warriors in PAL regions, which is kind of funny. This is That's short for a phase alternating line. So, like, a television publication ter- territory covers, like, Asia, Africa, Europe, South America, Oceania. Uh, just, you know, like, your strange areas in our, you know, UK yeah, or There was a America. lot of that happening in, like, the NES era. Mm-hmm. It's, like, uh, Contra... It was called, yeah. like, Probotector in, like, Europe. Cause yeah. Because like, you, you shot like, robots instead of, like, dudes. Yeah, because everyone has too different... Violent. Yeah. Too everyone violent. has different censorships and everything like that, such as Resident Evil uh, 4. You couldn't get any headshots in some European countries. Their heads wouldn't blow off. Oh. Yeah. Weird. Like, they're... Too I don't, violent. That's too much. I don't know how, like, the one fucking of my main Lost takeaways Resident Evil, come out. One of my main takeaways of Resident Evil 4 mm-hmm. was, like, man, never have I seen so many head explosions in one oh game. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. And uh, Ninja Gaiden and Ninja Gaiden 2. Um, holy shit. Talk what? about head explosions there. Getting yeah, man. From all those badass pile drivers. But before we got there, we had to start off... Back in 88 with Ninja Gaiden Arcade. Um, This is kind of funny because uh, a long, long time ago, X-Play had done, you know, a whole history of gaming thing. Mm -hmm. You might remember it was kind of hokey. Well, they talked about um, how Ninja Gaiden for um, its time was actually the first one to have done uh, storytelling through cinematics. The NES game, yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So that was pretty fucking sweet. And they were pretty cool. And then um, that 8-bit trilogy was then enhanced with a 16-bit Super NES in 1995. So, like, we got the re-release of the trilogy put together. I don't know if I played that. I'll have to check my, my ROM list. <laughs> my ROM list, yeah. Um, and, of course, we do have releases for like weird shit like i said like game gear master system you know uh really really niche things i had a game gear in my house but i did not get to play ninja gaiden there might be one in this household oh what was uh i played that what was it smash tv or some fucking shit was I, that was that the title i had three games um Lion King, sonic sonic 2 mm-hmm. sonic the hedgehog 2 and uh, RoboCop vs. Terminator, which stopped working, and I was really sad about I that. I thought that game was impossible. Yeah, probably. Probably. I never beat it, shit. So, um, of course, I'm like... I'm always beating games. From <laughs> 88 to 95, we had our traditional 8-bit and 16-bit Ninja Gaiden games. 
And they're cool. Yeah. They've they're, got... They hold up. I mean, they're known for being ball-bustingly difficult. That's, yeah. You hear NES hard. Mm-hmm. That, that's when it shows you a picture of Ninja Gaiden. And uh, the funny thing is, is, like, you know, if you've played Ninja Gaiden, you might not realize it, but the craziness of the story mm-hmm. actually is from the roots of the Gaiden series. In uh, the first Ninja Gaiden, uh, which was December 9th, 1988, um, Ryu finds a letter by his uh, missing father, Ken, <laughs> telling him to go to America and meet with an archaeologist uh, named Dr. Smith, who then tells him that uh, statues hidden by his dad and uh, himself um, have the power to end the world if united so he ends up in like south america to battle a uh, yakio who's like a cult leader <laughs> bent on reviving the ancient demon uh named jashin so it's like this weird fucking blending of going around the world I, I like it's a weird like pulpy tale i do mm-hmm. like i'm like a globe trotting ninja trying to do archaeology yeah <laughs> and uh cool. um it also had like this Jason Voorhees mm-hmm. sprite in there as the the final boss. Yeah, like no reason really. I like, say they were like straight up enemies in like the arcade game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and like they were supposed. To, they also kind of resemble um, the uh, enemy Bloody Mouth. Mouth. M a l t h mouth. <laughs> Uh, the game introduced many of the series' staples, including cinematic cutscenes, the boomerang-like windmill shuriken, which is dope, uh, which later it pretty much just serves as, like, your thing that is a conduit for Ninpo. Yeah. You got, like, your fireballs and yeah. shit, and your lightning, fucking badass. And, of course, the Ninpo started in the original uh, series as well. Um, what really stood out to me, though, was the story. I'm not going to spend at all any more time, really, mm-hmm. on the old stuff, because we are actually mainly wanting to talk about the modern Ninja Gaidens, is why we're here today. What we have most uh, experience with. Yeah, like, learning about the old Ninja Gaidens, obviously we both knew that they existed. I played I played to, like, the final boss of the first NES game. If we're, pull- if we're pulling up, like, our experience with old Ninja games... I almost exclusively only played Shinobi, but I played a shitload of Shinobi growing up. Yeah. And those were also ball-bustingly difficult. Um, but, uh, so, like, the, the story for Ninja Gaiden 2, the Dark Sword of Chaos. Yeah. Uh, Ryu learns of a new villain named Ashtar, uh, Emperor of Chaos that's and Master fucking, of Yakio. That's a fucking, like... 80s He-Man villain. Ashtar. (laughs) Ashtar. So, here's a Ninja Gaiden-ass fucking story for you. Ryu must rescue Irene Liu, a former CIA agent from Ashtar, and destroy the Dark Sword, a weapon of great power forged from the bone of a demon. Uh, With his sword, forged from the fang of a dragon, the Dragon Sword. Uh, in the end, Ryu learns that Yakio has been reborn to fulfill the destiny of Ashtar and the Dark Sword. Um, this game features some more fun, like, Ninpo, stuff like that. More that they, of the Troubles. More of the Troubles. Um, also got some PC ports, uh, higher color palette. But um, overall, like, my, my biggest draw to that is, like, He's gonna. He's going to go save a CIA agent from the forces of ninja evil. I'm pretty sure she's in the first game. Probably. Yeah. It would uh, make sense to kind of tie them together. Um, and then, uh, otherwise, the third game, since it is part of the trilogy, and blah, 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 the building <laughs> blocks of the whole fucking game, I just really want to tell you the title of it because it's fucking great. Ninja Gaiden 3, The Ancient Ship of Doom! <laughs> yeah, and it's uh, full of uh, secret agents, and then... Uh, more more CIA agents. A lot of intrigue. Yeah, so much intrigue and um it was it was put into like some fucking goofy handheld systems that you know no one ever touched. It was fucking Tiger Electronics. Yes, exactly, no. actually. The L C D handheld version probably had at least one of those. Oh yeah. Uh, if you I grew had, up in the 90s, yeah. I think I had mentioned on a different episode, but I had a Virtua Fighter one. Nice. Yeah, but it was really just, like, jumping and then watching the... Until when you land, you're already uh, too close to the enemy, and he just boots you in the nuts, and you die. Um, 
but also the Atari Lynx handheld system was also what it came out for, which um, if you had one of those, cool. <laughs> I've never met you. anyone that had. Uh, so moving forward, we've got uh, Tecmo releasing the Game Boy version called the Ninja Gaiden Shadow, uh, which is really just a port. Um, uh, yeah, it's just it came a, out. it's actually supposed to be like a prequel to the original game. Okay, but it, that's not it, what you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's there's like a, a handful of like strange fucking games that came out for this. <laughs> if you saw a game you liked, leave us a shout in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yell at me for fucking shitting on your favorite Ninja Gaiden game. <laughs> Um, so, just so that I can kind of go through the timeline all at once, so you know that we're talking about this chronologically, mm-hmm. um, and then I'm also going to tell you what we're probably not going to talk about, uh, so let's just get that out of the way. The important part to us for this episode, what we're mainly talking about, is from 2004 to 2012. So, I'm going to name off all the titles. They're all in chronological order. I'm not going to fucking tell you the years, because you don't need to hear that babble, essentially. I'm not going to take up more time. So, Ninja Gaiden X, Ninja Gaiden, Ninja Gaiden Black, Ninja Gaiden Sigma, Ninja Gaiden Dragon Sword, Ninja Gaiden 2, Ninja Gaiden Sigma 2, uh, Ninja Gaiden 3, Ninja Gaiden 3 Razor's Edge, and uh, in 20... Yaiba. In 2014. We should play Yaiba, even though I don't think we should play Yaiba. I would uh, almost rather say I would like to be naked and bound, covered in honey, in the forest. Okay. So anyway, um, and just left alone. Yeah. To rot in the sun and Just leave me alone. Yeah. So here's some games that we're not going to talk about. Gaiden X. Dragon Sword. Uh, Ninja Gaiden 3, simply because we're going to talk about Razor's Edge. I'm going to touch on Ninja Gaiden 3 at the end of the episode when we talk about things that we like, don't like, would like to see happen, so on and so forth. And then, of course, uh, you could probably tell by Brent's quip, we're not going to fucking talk about Yaiba. (laughs) We'll tell you what it is, but I ain't going to spend more than fucking 45 seconds on that fucking trash. Okay, so... Let's go ahead and start back to uh, Ninja Gaiden on the Xbox. Now, did you play the original Xbox? Not on the Xbox. Okay, but you've played through the game. I played I played Sigma. Good enough for me. Sigma is going Just to be... more bits and pieces. Yeah, more all bits and pieces and added and to it. Yep, because it came out uh, in that um, era... I played of... it on the uh, PS3. Mm-hmm. I also I, I played a bit of the uh, Vita port. Which I'm sure probably handled really well. For uh, yeah, yeah, for that pretty well, yeah. I played I played through Ninja Gaiden two as the like Sigma uh, Vita version. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sigma, so like you get all of the difficulty of Ninja Gaiden one, originally uh, added on the Xbox, and there was a decision to do that over Sony's uh, PlayStation because none other than Itagaki said um i want to release a great game on a system that is like the most powerful in the market because he wants to make something beautiful he loved his xbox he fucking loved the xbox yeah and um i think that's why you know he didn't have too many releases on on playstation systems but until um it was out of his control until it was out of his control yeah um, so it was originally his decision to release it on the Xbox, so this being the uh, first time that this game has been touched in, uh, what would that be, almost 10 years, mm-hmm. nearly 10 years, and uh, the newest addition to this series in uh, in quite some time, other than X, but... I mean, good luck trying to find any information on X. It was released exclusively in Japan on mobile platforms... So it's like a short single act which retained the elements of the classic nin- uh, Nintendo trilogy. Okay. Um, and since during this time Nintendo had moved more towards, um, I mean, it was the era of the GameCube. So I mean, it's just like, you know, more. I don't know. They were still kind of 
everybody inclusive moving towards like family exclusivity with their games didn't want to yeah. but like you still had those m-rated games but the gamecube probably i would say probably would have been able to handle sigma probably so it's pretty tough little cube um Regardless, so we have this revitalization of Ryu Hayabusa, and that's with uh, Itagaki at the helm and then Team Ninja, you know, right there um, behind him. Uh, this is a um, very important part of gaming because it follows the same genre that Del May Cry does. Action games. We like that. We fucking love that. And uh, on top of that... It was gory enough to make you like, oh, sick! You know, like, it looked fucking good. Um, plus, by this time, yeah, so much blood, a lot of, like, severing of limbs, heads, sweet combos, really fun. Um, incredible boss fights that, like, you would beat your head in on. Yeah. Um, and that was the big thing, is that Itagaki wanted to make an actually good successor to the original trilogy making it like modern yes oh yeah and so he felt that the difficulty was incredibly important yeah and i think that was one of the draws was that you know and one of the things it was known for yeah and that's just it is that when we were you'll see like lists like mm -hmm. from like most like punishing games most hard-ass games and like ninja gaiden a lot of time ninja gaiden will be like the the, like screenshot they use oh yeah exactly headline. and um if you remember from our uh itagaki podcast um and if you haven't listened to that uh, you might be interested in it now after this ninja gaiden episode but um he boasted that uh when he was coming out with um i think that was when he was being interviewed for black mm -hmm. and he was talking about how only one percent of the gamers in America would be able to actually complete Black on um, Master, Master Ninja difficulty. And he said that uh, that was probably around 600 people or something yeah. like that. And, you know, so it's like, okay, so he's saying that only 60,000 people play this game? Well, look at the time. Look at the time in which, you know, people were actually gaming in America. Look at, you know, what... Uh, people were attracted to in video games back then a lot of people were still very much so into only sports games so on and so forth uh there wasn't a whole lot of variety and this was like on the fringe you know it's like delve may cry it takes a while for these games to actually catch on mm -hmm. now we've got entire communities of gamers that are devoted to playing exclusively hard games so that they can say that they have that achievement, that trophy, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> you have successfully smelled your own fart. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we've got all those like really fun uh, enhanced ports, Sigma and Black. Uh, Black, like we said, had a couple extra fun things added in there uh, with the difficulties. There was uh, Ninja Dog. Mm-hmm. Master Ninja. You had all of your DLC. You had the uh, higher definition rework, um, and uh, the ports to like PlayStation Three. Um, then uh, Rachel was also added as a playable character in 2012 um, in the updated version of the Sigma, and uh, also on the Vita. Mm -hmm. And that was titled Ninja Gaiden Sigma Plus. Yeah. That's those are what I I have. Those are pretty good. And of course, you know, fun few new costumes for those characters. Uh, Ninpo was actually made stronger. You got a new trophy list for the game, uh, dude. It got a ninety four percent for Electronic Gaming Monthly and Metacritic, um, and then uh, Electronic Gaming Monthly and Gamespot both awarded it Best Xbox Game of the Year mm -hmm. when it came out. That is nuts. You don't even really see that. That's a diamond in the rough. Like, maybe God of War will get some good accolades at the end of the year? Maybe. Maybe. I, I really liked seeing the whole, like, shit on the whole thing, looks pretty, 8 out of 10. Yeah. <laughs> but Pokemon Sapphire gets, like, a fucking 5, and one of the negatives was too much water. 
Yeah. It's like the whole fucking thing is about water. <laughs> anyway, uh, after we had Ninja Gaiden, all the whatnot, you know, 2008, we got Dragon Sword on the DS. You can go ahead and check that out if you feel like, uh, you know, playing that. Would, if you liked like Brain Age, it. if you liked Brain Age, you You're would like Dragon it. Sword. It's literally like a sideways like like a you hold your ds like a book mm-hmm. and like so you know you figure like you're holding a fucking book right and um you have like your stylus and you just kind of fucking play this story like i don't even fucking know dude it doesn't really itagaki made it for his daughter mm-hmm. you know like it was a ninja gaiden game that she could play and have fun with and then um you also had playable like uh other playable characters like momiji was a playable character yeah um where i truly fell in love with this series now i want to see a brain age game Uh uh-huh where like there's a weird like polygonal itagaki face like telling you you (laughs) fucking suck for not playing the game every day (laughs) you are nothing you are less than a dog so where i fell in love with this series was ninja gaiden 2 i didn't have the uh i don't know the good fortune of actually having an original xbox and there were a fucking ass load of games that i want to play on the original xbox so you never played the original halo never uh i never owned it yeah i had played it um, you played at friends houses mm-hmm, exactly but i like i wanted games that my friends wouldn't fucking touch like jade empire and ninja gaiden etc etc yeah i really want to see a spiritual success for that super fucking bad you did play it, though, eventually, right? Mm-mm. No? Never got a chance to touch it. I watched um, X-Play review it and everything, and uh, fucking watched gameplay up the wazoo. But it's kind of like uh, with Ninja Gaiden, like, vanilla. Never got to play it. I played some Black, which I which I enjoyed, and was like, wow, this is really tapping my taint. <laughs> in, a, in a fun yet painful way. So, anywho, uh, Ninja Gaiden 2, obviously the sequel to Ninja Gaiden 1. Yes. Uh, this released in 2008 on the Xbox 360, set one year after Ninja Gaiden, and um, you had four difficulty levels. Now, taking a page from um, our Sigma and our Black, and just kind of like giving us more options for how hard we want our taint tapped. <laughs> Uh, it will be tapped yep you had a regenerating health bar upgraded graphics and uh better enemy ai and fuck dude that enemy ai got me every time they'd act like they were dead after they had their leg chopped off you'd get too close and they'd fucking pull you down and like yeah stab you with the kunai with the bomb on it and be like you're going to hell with me (laughs) like it was so good it was so fucking hype not only that but ninja gaiden 2 just fucking murdered it with weapons. Yeah. I uh, you could play that game so many times. What did you what did you favor? What did you love the most out of Ninja Gaiden 2? Um the thing that stands out to me right away is like I like that scene mm-hmm. where you're in like a coliseum and you fight that, that werewolf. Big, like, minute, yeah, that, that werewolf dude. And then all these like werewolf bros get pissed off and like start rushing the stage and yep. you're just fighting a shit ton of like and in the end, you get one of the coolest fucking weapons yeah. that's ever been in a, a character action game. You get a massive fucking scythe uh-huh. with some of the gnarliest combos. And that's just it. Is that Ryu Hayabusa moves so well. Mm-hmm. And every weapon feels so different. You have, like, all your moves aren't, like, deliberate. Like, every mm-hmm. enemy has a chance. Like, the will have an opportunity to fuck you up real good. Mm-hmm. No um, taint left on tap. I don't have, like, a list in front of me of all the weapons in Ninja Gaiden 2, so let's just briefly talk about some of them. And, um... It's your basic sword. The yep. ninja sword. Yep, the ninja dragon sword. Yeah, you get the dual katanas later on. Which are pretty fucking gnarly. The you chucks. Have, yep, you got chucks. You can't be without chucks. You uh, got your... Kusarigama. Kusar- That's what I, I was actually... Two? I know it's in three. Yeah, I know it's in two, too. Yeah, and, and then, uh, um, uh, the yeah. Lunar Staff. Claws. 
my favorite fucking weapon in the of course it is it's a fucking fist weapon but yeah the it's eagle towns dumb, it's, it's not big and dumb but it fist weapon though it do the fisting um the eagle talons uh fucking beautiful loved it and then um let's see here obviously we said the scythe you get your uh rivals sword he was part of the spider clan that's got big ass fucking curve to it that was really fun um let's see here I might be drawing a blank, actually. Oh, yeah. Right. There's a shitload. You got a bow eventually, didn't you? Oh, yeah, dude. The bow would tear people apart. It was pretty good in uh, 3. Mm-hmm. That's probably the one I play the most. That's why I keep mentioning it. I played Razor's Edge a lot. Razor's Edge and not just uh, Ninja Gaiden 3? Yeah, I haven't touched 3. <laughs> I, I don't even know if you can still like buy 3. Just, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they wiped it off of like all the history books. Um, and we'll get into why here soon. But um, Ninja Gaiden 2 also had the whole uh, um, weapon upgrade system. Yeah. And it changed how your weapons looked. And then, uh, you know, the strengths of your weapons, the combos of your weapons. So really and truly, you could play through that game solely with, like, one weapon. You know? Obviously, you get all I your weapons at different times. Saying. It's it's really easy to. It's the one that had uh, Izuna dropping. Oh yeah, how can you not Izuna drop nearly every anime that, that you come to. across? Once you like learn how to do it, it's like yeah, this is what I'm gonna be doing. Like, I uh, I surfboarded a lot of enemies with the eagle's talents. Uh, loved it. Or um, he had a specific uh, finisher where he would um, cut cut off the guy's head with um, his feet, and uh, oh yeah, duh. I really feel awful now. <laughs> Eagle talents were on your feet, mm -hmm. and I don't remember, but you I might have just like had a wrist blade. You might have just yeah, had wrist blades, or claws. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They look like little creepy fucking Rita Repulsa fingers. <laughs> like you're, yeah. Anyway, so like a kick off the head, or like you chop it off, and then you chop off the arms, and then he does like a spin kick and cuts the body in half. Because he's not done yet. Yeah, because you ain't done yet. <laughs> and then you give the body a boot. If I remember right, it's Probably. been years, but fuck, dude, every time I did that, I was like, uh, yeah. my ninja sword began to throb. Um, <laughs> Spoof, right, in your guess. <laughs> the lunar staff, you could literally just, uh, I call that my meat blender. Yeah. My man, my man sauce maker. <laughs> just walk and spin it and just ruin everything. Um, and uh, overall, and boss really hard really really gratifying to beat um that fucking like you fight evil you you fight the dragon you're in a fucking volcano <laughs> you saved the girl i was like yeah i gotta i gotta use the sword for this though and i just felt so good when i beat that game yeah so good and then i immediately started again well yeah yeah exactly and um yeah, girl, secrets and not only that but like you don't just love it for the gameplay, even though you could love it 90% for the gameplay. Mm -hmm. Oddly enough, the story is very good. The story's actually there. You can follow it. It's fucking weird and out there, but you can follow it. And it's written pretty well. And the characters are really enjoyable, too. Villains and protags. It's been too long since I played through them. I don't remember a whole lot. Mm -hmm. Do you remember there were good uh, Momiji chapters in Ninja Gaiden uh, Plus? Mm -hmm. 2 Plus for the, the Vita? There was like a pretty good Momiji chapter. They might have been an Ayane chapter. Or two. Mm. See, it's good stuff, man. I wish I would have picked up like the uh, the subsequent Ninja Gaiden 2s, like Sigma 2. Mm -hmm. um, but Or Sigma 2 Plus. Like, I mean, that's only five years old. Sigma 2 plus is five years old yeah that's nuts like go fucking get that and play it yeah if i was gonna if i was gonna tell anyone to, to pick it up i'd be like go get yourself if you don't want to buy a playstation vita or if you don't have one go on amazon buy yourself a PSTV. i don't know like how available those are still we got ours for pretty damn cheap too because they were like like either like they were like you know what? I am straight up sale. right now. I am yeah, fucking it. pulling it up to let you know right now. So we got a PS TV. Boom. Holy shit. Okay, dude. Uh, 
So we currently have made a, a a very good investment. I think Brent and I maybe spent around $35. It is selling Amazon Prime like eligible 100% like warehouse yeah. $90. Still pretty damn good. And one in stock. Hurry up. However, you can one get like a people. Yeah, hurry up you one of two people. Um but yeah, no, like there's even like uh, PlayStation TV with a DualShock 3 bundle. Yeah, that's another thing. If you're going to get a PS TV, you need a PS3 controller. PS4 works. Uh, are you yes, sure? Yes, absolutely. Because it's DualShock 3, right? What? Is a PS4 controller still DualShock 3? No, it's DualShock 4. Hmm. I don't know, I've never had my ps Okay, yeah. Um, there's a there was um there was a game that that Danganronpa game. I've seen people use PS4 controllers because you can use the touchpad to do like touch shit. Oh no! Oh yeah, duh. That makes sense. Yeah. So like, I wonder if they allow you to buy more of those games that like require the touch screen mm-hmm. that like you wouldn't be able to. Otherwise. I couldn't pull up the compatibility list, but mm-hmm. like, not all games are, but some of them. Right, uh, and so like that's that's another thing is uh, or maybe if I you can't do... play Silent Hill on the PS One mm-hmm. or Metal Gear Solid. Wait, no, you can't play Metal Gear Solid on Vita or PS TV. So I mean, just in a price comparison, I thought while I was here, I'd look yeah. it up. Um, if you're looking to play this game, try it out. It is still much cheaper to get a PS TV, mm-hmm. and the fun thing is is that you can literally if if you're not a handheld gamer. Dude, it's a steal. Because a PS Vita still right now, um, with Wi-Fi, and this is Prime eligible, even in the fun aqua blue color, $210. That's a Japanese version. 205 for white. Uh, otherwise, I mean, like, like if you're... you to buy, like, the memory cards specifically for them. Oh, my God. Yeah, you got me one for my birthday. It would have been four like years ago. It cost, like, more ago. than the goddamn PSTV. Yeah, uh, by double, if I remember right. You almost dropped, like, a, you dropped, like, 80 or... It was, like, 120, I think. Yeah, because you had to import it. Yeah. Because we got the big dick 64 gig or, yeah. no, something no, bigger. Yeah. There's 32. It was, like, as large as you could buy in America for some unknown reason. Yeah, it's very... Yeah, because it just didn't and, like, work. Like, the 32 gigabyte, when I was, like, look, looking for it, it was, like, $10 less than a 64. I was, like... Why wouldn't I drop 10 bucks for yeah, it? Like, yeah, like, I'm gonna play a lot of games on this. Yeah, so, I mean, like, mainly I'm seeing a lot of, like, Japanese import PS Vitas, uh, simply because, like, we don't really sell them that much in America anymore. They're pretty much done. Yeah, you could actually get a PS Vita 3G slash Wi-Fi bundle, uh, for, like, 140 bucks from, like, a third-party seller on Amazon, but that's not looking at the, uh, shipping and handling on that shit. And while you're at it, go and pick up Persona 4 Golden (laughs) for that PS Vita as well, um, or PS TV. That's a fantastic idea. Um, so moving on from that, let's talk about Ninja Gaiden 3. So, tell me about, like, briefly, the story of Ninja Gaiden 3. It's the same as Razor's Edge, so just... Yeah, it's, uh, Ryu Hayabusa, he starts doing ninja shit, then he fights some guy who places a curse on him. Mm-hmm. And then his, his blade is, like, fused to his arm. Yep. His weird, like... He's got, like, a weird... Creep on his arm. Yeah, like a weird demon arm, almost, kind of going on him. And, yeah, it's a curse that he needs, he needs the blood. And... Which is, honestly, get this, pretty much the same story as Shinobi for PS2. Yeah. I don't know, like, the mechanics of 3, because I, I think there was, like, a constant, like... You had a tick. Yeah. Like you had you a had tick. It, that's, that's what I didn't like was that um, when I got Shinobi for PS2, you had, um, oh, I can't remember what they're called, uh, Magatama? Yeah. Uh, shaped uh, bar in the bottom left. If you're wondering what the fuck that is, it's like, um, it looks like a semicolon <laughs> it, or a comma. With a weird, like meme face on it yeah with a weird meme face on it but uh like it was just sectioned out with like little patterns and as time went on you just lose chunks of it and if you didn't beat the level by the time that this magatama ran out you just fucking died so fast forward like 
I don't know. I'm I gonna take a roughly year later. Yeah. Razor's Edge came out, and they're like, okay, yeah, we fucked up. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. Uh, there, cool concept that we stole, but... Yeah, there was, like, weird, um, they had a lot more, like, quick time events. Mm-hmm. And even in, like, Razor's Edge, they were weird, because, like, they didn't, like, there'd be stuff where, like, you're, okay, you're supposed to, like, jump or something. Yep. It doesn't say jump or show a button prompt, it's just you're supposed to know to press a button. Yes. Uh, so Which is kind of dumb. Where, like, I'll be watching, I think I'm watching a cutscene, and I just see, like, it slow down, um, and then I'm like, what? Because I just get, like, fucking got, and yeah. like, Ryu just gets exploded, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like oh, I yeah. guess I fucked up. And, uh, see, I feel like, and I, I've said this before, and I might have said it in, um, either some of the videos we've done for our YouTube channel over at, uh, YouTube dot com backslash user backslash drb two three one. That's the easiest way to find it, honestly, dude. And Probably so just, straight up link, yeah. Yeah, um, just do that. But anyway, on either one of those videos when we got into talking about it, or um, in maybe the Itagaki episode, I played three, and I lost my faith in Ninja Gaiden. Yeah, I think a lot of people did. Straight up, dude. I did not even touch razor's edge i think i thought about it a few times because i got a little confused when i was looking you know like we were talking that one time i'm sure you remember mm-hmm. and i was like getting things mixed up yeah here and there i mean the stories are convoluted <laughs> uh a lot of the areas you fight in you end up fighting in the same places like welcome to science room you're towards the end of the game yeah. <laughs> and like weird demons and shit i want to say uh ninja game three reused a lot of like Older locale, like yeah, which I think it was probably just three um, up. Was three the Ninja Gaiden where you like you had a lot of demon enemies and like there yes. was like the the lightning bat boss man, like all the old gods or some shit, or was that two? I think it was two. I don't. I'm Those? having a hard time now. We devote a whole episode, but we don't have our shit straight. Oh, uh, no! What do we do? <laughs> It's it's been a long time since we played them. Uh, I didn't like look into the story so much because that's not really. I want to talk about the gameplay. Yeah, the boss battles were very difficult um, and uh, incredibly gratifying to beat. And I didn't feel too much like, oh, the game fucked me. Yeah, I felt a lot more like I'm too fucking slow. Yeah, I'm not seeing the pattern. I'm not like. Yeah. I keep falling into the same trap. The only thing that I wish that it allowed would be to skip a cutscene. Because <laughs> I think I watched quite a few boss cutscenes over and over and over. Were the, I think the old Ninja Gaiden games were uh, 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 culprits in that regard. Yeah, like... I want to say Razor's Edge until you skip. Yeah, probably. So, like, Ninja Gaiden 3... I remember I bought literally day of release, very excited on my Xbox, and um, got home, and you start out, and you're fighting, like, soldiers, Mm -hmm. you know, assault rifle soldier guys, which isn't too different from what you usually do. I'm sure that, you know, like, I cut down several hundred gunslinging soldier bros. I want to say there that that enemy was in, like, Ninja Gun 1. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, just kind of, like, zipping around, doing your your swallow drop, just, like, getting around everybody. Like one of the most useful fucking moves in any game. And so fucking dope. But, like, I noticed that a lot of the combos didn't work too well, and I just kind of kept going. And then, you know, you get cursed by Mask Bro with the rapier. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this guy's a fucking chode. I should be able to beat him easy. And then, you know, like, you literally... That was the other thing I didn't like so much about it was the story direction didn't make as much sense. Where you beat the fucking snot out of this guy, and then Ryu gets got? He, like, he had to, like, set himself up for the killing blow. Mm-hmm. So he had to, like, sink his blade into him for the final kill, and then, mm-hmm. like, it, like, took his arm in. Yep. And then he gets got. Yeah. And if well, I remember well, right... like, one of my favorite things in games where it's, like... Oh, you killed me, the final boss, you idiot. Yeah. Now I win. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you but have any idea what you've done? <laughs> like, 
Yeah, you you just inserted all three pal keys, and now your brother is going to take it against the world. Jesus is on the cross, and he's like, I was holding them back, you fools. <laughs> it's okay, though. I'll be back soon. Yeah. <laughs> I'm bad for you. Uh, and um, you do a lot of dying in Ninja Gaiden 3. Oh, yeah. And it's not... Really, the first time I played it, I played I played Razor's Edge. Uh-huh. Um, there's an Aeonic chapter, and there's like you have to fight three bosses. Uh-huh. Or it might have been two, but I think it was three. And oh my god, I got so mad! I like was... one after another? No, all at the same time. They are all attacking you. Mm. <laughs> and mm. like, I don't think it was in the original game, so this was like. A shock to me. I'm like, oh, okay. Now I'm playing it. Yeah, it's cool. She's cool. I like her. I like playing her in Dead or Alive. And then like, she's getting shat on again, <laughs> again, and again, and again, and again. <laughs> and I just got really mad. Mm-hmm. That was the first night I played. It. I didn't touch it for like probably like until like a year or two later. <laughs> and then I played. It, and I was like, okay, I got past this. This is fun. I'm having a good time. Like, right. Sometimes you need that your your cool down yeah. on that game. Yeah, it's actually it's cool down for a little while. So another big thing that really pissed me off, not just the story and everything like that, and the combo change up and mechanics, dude. Ninja Gaiden three mm-hmm. did not have the dismemberment that Ninja Gaiden two did. Really, seriously, that's fucked um, up. Yeah, like there was almost no blood. You would do some of the same combos, you know, mm-hmm. but like. He would just slash across and they'd just fall over. I think there was, like, some of the Sigma ports. Mm-hmm. I want to say, like, one of the Sigma ports for PS3, like, kind of lost a lot of the blood for some reason. It's weird because yeah. it's like, dude, your your original I game this is did like, it. This is, like, when Itagaki lost his influence or just straight up had nothing to do with these releases. So I have, like, he had nothing to do with 3. No, yeah. Razor's Edge even, he had nothing to do with it. Yeah, because by that time he was... Uh, he put out two, to, and then he was gone. Yeah, he was in the middle of, like, crying. Right. <laughs> I, I thought that was uh, when somebody stole Dead or Alive too. Well, I'm talking about, like, when he leaves that, and he's like, I think I'm done with video games. And then he's and like, then he went I'm going to make... create the timeless classic, Devil's Third. That no one ever forgot. No or way. ever will. <laughs> nope, never. Uh, and we didn't. We're still doing a playthrough and uploading that on the YouTube channel. Which sort was, of, <laughs> sort of, we'll have to come. I really liked our last video of it. Um, almost, almost wish we would. That would have been like the last thing that you see <laughs> on our playthrough of Devil's Third. Uh, go and check it out. There is one specific point that we just love so much, and uh, you can tell that Brent is in a lot of distress after it happens. <laughs> oh no. Anyway, <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, Important philosophical video game question for you, Mr. Brent. Oh, okay. Shit. Um, not super deep, though, but... Because I kind of feel goofy saying it, like... Oh, what the fuck? There's no gore in this. It's no like it anymore. Please continue. <laughs> so, it's, it's funny, because, like, that is how I feel, but I am also able to see, like, the other side looking at me as a different person... A game doesn't need violence to be a good game. Mm-hmm. So why am I upset? Feedback. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you slice somebody up, there needs to be feedback. Mm-hmm. Just like any game, really, with, like, if you shoot a shotgun, yep. it needs to have, like, a fucking kick to it. Mm-hmm. It needs to fuck shit up. Yep. It needs to be a shotgun. Yeah. Is what you're saying. Yeah, if you're slicing somebody up with a sword and they're just going, argh, and then holding their chest and falling over. Yeah. That's not cool. Right, yeah. Oh, you got me. Yeah. And see, that's just it. It's like, okay, that word right there, satisfying. Uh, The entire Ninja Gaiden series since 2004, up until Ninja Gaiden 3, Mm -hmm. was satisfying. Yes. Even when you're getting your fucking taint tapped. Yeah. And because typically when you're getting dropped into hell. Yeah, like typically when you're getting your taint tapped, something badass just happened to you. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, it's up to you to come back and do something badass back. Yeah. Um That's and the plus, dance. Yeah, and plus you're Ryu Hayabusa. Mm-hmm. You know, he's You can't go out like that. Fucking cool as hell. Um He is cool. But it also just kind of felt like they they changed a a core idea of the game. Mm -hmm. That uh, it'd be like, okay, 
Kill Bill, but no one gets, you know, chopped up. It's, it's just There's conversations no the entire movie. And then, like, swords, swords happen. <laughs> But there's no, like, Tarantino amount of blood. Yeah. Or feet fetishing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm always feet fetishing. Or then, like, Uma Thurman, like, looks around and looks at the camera and, like, whispers the (laughs) (laughs) N-word. Quentin Tarantino loves that, too. Yeah, he sure does. He loves it. Oh, him loved that N-word. So, yeah, really, uh, Ninja Gaiden lived... And breathed its last breath. I'll say it. Yeah. When Itagaki left. Fair enough. Yeah. No. It. That might sound a little conceited and a little shitty of me to say, considering the fact that I didn't pick up Razor's Edge, and I know that, um, like you said, because we we actually found out that there was like some weird sort of, and this might be the right term. Um, I feel like it is for this, but there was like a weird cognitive dissonance between us where like we were talking about Ninja Gaiden 3, mm-hmm. but we were talking about two different games. Yeah. And I didn't realize all the changes that they made in Razor's Edge to make it essentially a different game. The game it should have been. The game it should have been. Yeah. But I remember I saw that that came out a year later and like was available on the Wii U and I was like... Fuck you. Not getting my money. Yeah. Uh, Bullshit. It came out on like PS3, maybe, mm-hmm. I think Xbox. Razor's Edge did. Um, I bought. A, I just bought a Wii U. It was probably summer 2013. Yep. Um, it's like, I need some games for this. While I wait for Bayonetta 2. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So, yeah, you know, I got like Mario Brothers. I was like, I need an action game. Mm-hmm. Here's Ninja Gaiden Razor's Edge. I like the Ninja Gaiden games. Never really played one, but I'd like to get into them. Might as well start here, since I just got a fucking Wii U. So I start playing Razor's Edge. And, like, I'm playing the first few levels. I'm like, okay, this is awesome. Um, you know, like, the the combat's fast, punishing. Uh, there's a lot happening. There, there were cool parts when you get cursed, where, like, at certain points in the level where, like, you just get sucked away into, like, a demon world. Mm-hmm. And you have to like kill everything really, really fast. Yeah, and like uh, it's it's really satisfying. I think you get like powered up for it too. And like it's just yeah, like really fast. Like you can't even like comprehend it. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. It's uh, I don't know. It just feels good. I don't know. <laughs> like. <laughs> So, did you ever play the um, like online co-op for Razor's Edge? No. Because um, you could actually have someone else play with you, and they they could play as like a Yane or whatever. Uh-uh, I never did that. Yeah. There was like level replay where you could play as um, Ayane. Kasumi? Kasumi. Momiji? Momiji. There might have been others, but I think that's it. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, those are all... Ryu. Yeah. And, I mean, like, we're looking at all the, uh, like, the ninja women of Dead or Alive, all implemented into it's Ninja kind of Gaiden. Funny, I think, uh, Itagaki had said in, like, interviews that he didn't want to put Kasumi in a Ninja Gaiden game. And why is that? Because she's, like, too soft for it or something. Right. He and didn't want to, like, put her in that game. And, like, what did he say about the girls of DOA? There's daughters. There's fucking daughters. Yeah. <laughs> you, she okay, we didn't say that in the first... We, we didn't talk about that in uh, the Itagaki episode, but we should have said we recorded it and we're like, oh, shit, we forgot to mention that. Yeah. He said some real creepy-ass shit about the dead or alive girls. Yeah. Like, he's got li- his living daughter, but mm, I don't want to be that guy, but maybe more important to him are his virtual daughters. Yeah. His wife, Foos. His, his daughters. Daughters. Yeah. His fucking... Zosies. His OCs, yeah. And um, so, yeah, he literally looks at them as personalities, like actual people. Like, I can't put her in Ninja Gaiden 2. She's too soft. Yeah. It'll ruin her. Yeah, like, <laughs> doesn't want to ruin... My soft peaches. I don't want to ruin my Ryu. Yeah. Like, um, what if you put Ryu in Devil May Cry? What if you put Ryu in Devil, Devil May, May Cry? Devil May fucking cry. <laughs> he would get, he would get a fucking, what was that, uh, electric guitar called Nurgle or something? You just fucking win a win. He'd be like, "What discipline is this?" And throw it away, and then you get it like dope. I'm playing Mac. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
snack. Cool, it's snack. Cool, it's snack. Hey, it's snack. Hey, it's snack. Sweet, sweet snack. So, now that we've really touched on like all the important shots of uh, Ninja Gaiden, honestly, and um, the differences between the games. Oh, one final thing. The other big thing that Ninja Gaiden 3 did. Everything cool that I said about the weapons in Ninja Gaiden 2 mm-hmm. didn't happen in Ninja Gaiden 3. Like no upgrading? There was no upgrading, and you also only had your fucking sword. You know what? You could get your scythe mm-hmm. if you wanted to, if you wanted to pay three bucks on the Xbox oh, Live that, Store. I forgot, yep. Um, Razor's Edge, all that's available naturally. You do upgrade your weapons, too. Um, like, say, you get, like, blood experience or something. Yeah, from, and see, that's just it. Is like, it Razor's Edge took the mechanics that were into, yeah, and then, specifically, like, and brought it over. Like, okay, yeah, it's, this is, like, this is a Koei Tecmo thing, I think. Mm-hmm. They wanted to, like, because I think Dead or Alive last round had probably come out. And then, like, that was, like, very much a DLC game. Or not last round, but, like, Dead or Alive 5. Yeah, just 5. Because um, we picked up last round in what, like, twenty fifteen. Mm-hmm. Good times. Anyways, um, <laughs> the DLC portion yeah, that you're talking about already. A lot of like we got that we got last round, which pretty much had everything available. Or you could, or everything. you could get core fighters. Yeah, which so it yeah like a, it uh, rotates a free character. Yeah, it was like Killer cool. Instinct. It was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It's a fighting game you can play for free. That's yeah. I'm not gonna complain about that. But what if you had it's hundreds of costumes? DLC, yeah, uh, strategy. Where it's like, oh, wouldn't you want to have this? They cool wanted to apply weapon? the same like principles from from like Dead or Alive. You know, I think it came out after three to Ninja Gaiden. Well, you could even say the Samurai Warriors games too. Okay, yeah. Where a lot of those things were cosmetic. Yeah. And um, didn't necessarily change the game too much, but, like, you have these characters, which obviously play different. Like, weapons are a different moveset and everything. Mm-hmm. So you entice players by telling them, you can change up your gaming experience if you purchase this. So, it you know... It does not belong... It doesn't belong. In, like, a ninja guy, like, an action character action kind of game. Yes, exactly. Like because what if, we what should. If you played Bayonetta and like, you could only use the like guns on your hands and feet. Right. What then if we'd you... be playing Piano Three. <laughs> what if you you know had to buy which time? What if your mum run on batteries? Yeah, think about that. Yeah. What if he wasn't kill? <laughs> but but what if Ryu wasn't kill? But then who was phone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, who was phone? But then who was phone, though? Uh, honestly, then, I mean, like, in closing, like, Ninja Gaiden 2's mechanics moving over to Ninja Gaiden 3 and Razor's Edge made it a viable game. And um, do not make the mistake of buying Ninja Gaiden 3. It is a game unless that should not have been made. Unless you're a YouTuber who wants to make a shitty video. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Then they'll be like, oh, sweet, my friend just got me Ninja Gaiden 3 for my birthday. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have such a good time. Do a flashback to, like, 2011 where, like, you're rocking, like, a mullet. Right. And, like, parachute pants. Yeah, obviously. Because <laughs> I was in at the time. And then I'll be like, dude, this game's bullshit. And I'll put in Shadow Warrior and grab the big black cock off the altar and then uh, use a chain gun on a demon. Yeah. I can't believe that I like bought that game and just like never touched it. Yeah. It's still hanging around. I think I got it for free at like video games, etc. I lost interest really quick. Yeah. It was like, ha, this is funny. And then I was like... Uh, this I is sleep. funny. Yeah, I'll sleep now. Like I usually do. <laughs> I I get really sleepy when I get bored. And that's exactly what Ninja Gaiden 3 is. It's fucking boring. It's a sleep fest. You look at Ninja Gaiden 2, Ninja Gaiden 1 Black, and Sigma. Dude, you will not sleep on those fucking games. You will always come back. Regardless on whether or not you like a challenge. They do have a lot of difficulty settings. No one's going to fucking judge you. For what setting you play. Everyone will always boast about, like, you know, I beat it on hard, very hard, hardest, impossible, Dante must die. <laughs> um, but what's important is that you actually have a good time playing. Yeah. Nobody likes an elitist. Not here in this Fucking channel. sniff your fart elsewhere, dude. <laughs> 
Um, just play what you find the most fun. Like, if you like a challenge, play on a harder difficulty. I would like you to play Razor's Edge. I think... I think... If you fucking... Okay. You know what? If you finish the Devil's Third playthrough... Mm -hmm. We'll start Ninja Gaiden Razor's Edge. Even though I really want to fucking play Killer is Dead, mm -hmm. I will play a different Katana game. We can do both. Yeah, I mean, we're That's going to at some time. Yeah, but... Are the Eagle's Talents in Razor's yes. Edge? Done. Yes. Shake on it. <laughs> Pretty much every conceivable <laughs> weapon in the Ninja Gaiden series. It's is done. done. Yeah. It's fucking done. I'm going to play through that whole game just using those. I'm just going to fucking make the whole thing really... Until uh, I just randomly whip out the Scyther or something and shit on a whole I bunch of everything. I want to say, like, you have to rank up. And then you, like, purchase the weapons. Oh, right, yeah. Like, they've got, like, a quote-unquote shop. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, I think that's how it works. But then, yeah, then they're available. And then you start upgrading the combo tiers, and then... What system do you have, uh, Razor's Edge on PS3? Wii U. Like I said. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I thought that you had... I thought you had said that you had played... Yeah. Or no, maybe it was, like, uh... I have for Ninja the guide? Sigmas... One and two. Okay. One and two on a, One and two. on a PS3 and Vita. You know what, Brent? What? I think my Xbox 360 has Razor's Edge. But it, no, wait, no, never mind, sorry. It has two. My uh, last, I remember buying two. I, uh, I had a physical copy for a long time, and then I got like a free copy, and then I gave two to somebody. Because uh -huh. I was like, I've got a digital copy now, I own it forever. So I gave someone Ninja Gaiden 2, which is really one of the greatest gifts you can give a friend. Truly. Truly. Really and truly. And uh, this has been a wonderful time with my friend. Talking about a fantastic fucking series um, with pretty humble beginnings, but, you know, obviously very dense roots. I mean, we always go back and play Yaiba. <laughs> uh, real shit, though. Yeah, okay. Real quick, Brent. What do you hate most about Ninja Gaiden, like, as a whole? What do I hate most? Yeah. I, nothing, really? There's nothing you hate about Ninja Gaiden. I mean, if we're not talking about Yaiba, I never played Yaiba. <laughs> I remember seeing Yaiba on a game shelf and just being like... Ooh. Ooh. Like, even just... Like, look at that, look at that box art. Mm -hmm. What the fuck is this? You don't play as Ryu, I know that. No, you play as Yaiba. Yeah. Yaiba in Ninja Gaiden, Yaiba. And, uh, real quick, first first line of plot, it follows the exploits of the powerful ninja, Yaiba Kamikaze. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm done. Um, it's garbage. Yeah. What do I hate about Ninja Gaiden series? Ninja Gaiden 3. Itagaki, please come back to Ninja Gaiden. That's my. That's what I want on a Ninja Gaiden series. I want Itagaki to suck up his pride. I want Koei Tecmo to suck up their pride and Just bring back, back like some rad games again. Bring me fucking Ninja Gaiden Four. I think I, I remember they were talking about something to do with Ninja Gaiden. If it Koei doesn't Tecmo have was. if it doesn't have Itagaki on it. I'm going to wait like six months after release yeah. and see what it's like. Because Itagaki is... Well, Tyler, you can go play Neo. Isn't <laughs> it just Kaiden Souls? <laughs> that game, okay, honestly? Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Once you get a handle on it, easy. Whatever, bro. Where you get to fucking like level 200 Shadow Realm. Dude, the Shadow Realms were the only difficult thing about that game. The, like, the bosses were just, like, tricky. You play until you fucking get it. Yeah. And then you got it very easily the time that you do get it. Like, what Don't was Don't fall what in was the, the fart gas zone. Don't fall in the fart gas zone. The, uh, the big demons are big and dumb. Very easily killed. Um... Shoot hardest from far away so you can lure one out at a time. Yeah, uh, two two hardest things about that game. Mm -hmm. um, continuing to play when the game decided that you hadn't died in, in like long enough time. So like random environmental trap that they just like put in there that you can't stop. You know, just like oh shit, this happened. There's no way that I would have been able to see that coming. You know, oh. like 
you walk past this point, you now have a boulder like two inches away from your dick and it's going to crush you. It's like the goofy shit. Like Dark Souls, there's usually like a hint somewhere. Like you could see the skid marks from a rock on the ground. What about the skeleton balls? The skeleton balls are hilarious. <laughs> and uh, you can hear them. And they're like going back and forth. That's that's one thing. Like you can literally hear the rumbling. Yeah. Um, plus, like a hundred angry skellies. Fucking <laughs> hilarious, dude. Like, okay, the catacombs area did suck a little bit, but it wasn't like a shitload of dumb traps. Neo had a lot of dumb traps that were just like you're not gonna know it's there at all until it happens the first time. I like the angry walls. The angry walls, yeah. Where they just, like, stare at you. And, and then you, you fucking... Like, try, like, gestures. Yeah, you, like, fucking gesture, and then it tries to smack you. But if you kill it, then they usually have treasure on the other side. Well, I think you could, like, peacefully resolve them. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, That's where they'll, like, bow forward or backward and, like, disappear. Um, you fight them and you get a whole bunch of whatever the fuck you want to call the souls that are Under in that game. Yeah, uh... Oh, yeah. Other hardest part about Neo. Huh. Um, chasing a Kappa. <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah, the Kappas are dumb. Uh, anyway, uh, it's not Ninja Gaiden and uh, doesn't have Itagaki behind it. So what, what, what do I need to see happen as far as video games go? Just like our Shinji Mikami episode, just like our episode of Itagaki, if I could have anything in the world... I would have Itagaki back at Tecmo with Team Ninja, everything resolved peacefully, and Itagaki be able to continue being a fucking rock star, <laughs> bringing us more Dead or Alive, and more weird more, tits, more, weird tits <laughs> more bouncy bouncy, and more sunglasses wearing, solving problems with your dad's katanas, and giving us a, an actually like very good Ninja Gaiden game. Yeah. That's, all, that's all anybody wants. Yeah, I think honestly that <sighs> that would be wonderful. And who knows? I mean, he's he's still kind of young. He's like in his mid to late fifties, and no one in Japan stops working until they die. So mm, that's true. As long as he doesn't, you know, like die of uh, rocking, rocking out too hard, liver failure, <laughs> playing drums in Guantanamo. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> My name is Codename Kevin. Codename Itageki. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I think that's... I'm happy with that. Yeah, we can call it good there, I think. Um, yeah, uh, I think you should play Razor's Edge. We will be probably getting to that within hopefully a month. And then maybe... Um, Maybe by sometime July we'll actually have a playthrough going. So, all, as always, you can find us right where you found us last time. Uh, we are looking to expand onto some other uh, stations so that we can actually get our podcast out to more people and on more platforms. So, if you don't necessarily like how SoundCloud works, drop us a comment to let us know what um, podcast apps you enjoy or use more um and we'll look into getting our podcast uploaded on there otherwise you can always watch our playthroughs and other fun antics over on our youtube channel and that is again youtube.com backslash user backslash drb 231 stack to b 231 to the 31 all right thanks again bye, guys. bye bye